Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Hip Hop Heaven Dropcast. Um, today, I have with me uh, Montizzi, Ari, Wolf, and Pingu. And um, we are going to talk about the recent hip hop drops. Uh, so this is our first episode, so I think we should do uh, some sort of introductions. So uh, Montizzi, introduce yourself. All right. Um, I'm Montizzi, uh, co-owner of Hip Hop Heaven and avid music listener. You know, I love my hip hop. I love music. I've just been, I've started a new Twitter account, which I'll plug later, where I'm just like going mad on these, uh, on these, uh, what's it, these random rants about life and hip hop, but yeah. All right. Uh, Ari, what about you? Okay, I'm Ari. Um, sort of new to hip hop, I guess, but I've been listening to music pretty heavily since like 2018. I also run a Twitter account, which is better than Montizzi's. But uh, yeah, uh, and I just started a vinyl collection. Not that that really matters. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, Pingu. Uh, what's up? I'm Pingu. I. Uh... I fuck with emo music heavily. Uh, I also run a Twitter account, even though I make two hip-hop posts ever. So, yeah. And uh, I'm Gary, and uh, I listen to a lot of experimental hip-hop, like JPEG Mafia and Death Grips. But I also listen to stuff like Tired the Creator or Brockhampton and basically mainstream stuff as well. Okay, so... I think we can get started with the albums. Um, so in no particular order, I have uh, Unlocked 1.5 on the top here. So um, my thoughts about Unlocked 1.5 is that um, I think that it's a, um, it, I see the intention behind it because like you're in quarantine and there can't really be an unlock two unless you can actually like work together with people which you can't because of the quarantine and the pandemic that we are living through and uh, um, it's not bad but i feel like some of the beats or uh, some of the tracks sort of turned out way better if um Dez actually got to re-record his vocals for those beats because um in unlocked uh, the I, I feel like the vocals are really sort of like chopped up and adjusted to the original beat that they were made uh, for. Um, I think the features are really nice and uh, yeah, they're they're uh, really good. But the beats, uh, the different beats, sort of throw off the thing, in my opinion. I I didn't personally listened to it but a lot of people on twitter and social media were saying that it they kind of didn't like it because it felt like it was all over the place whereas the original was kind of more put together and i was wondering your guys' thoughts on that yeah no i i actually thought it was kind of like a, an upgrade from the original but not by a lot uh, i didn't expect it to be some revolutionary like gary said before like a and unlock two, obviously, because of the pandemic. But I felt like the production on it was strong. I liked the Alchemist's little part that 
was I think it was the third track. Um, that yeah, something like was that. pretty good. Um, I think it was just a good, you know, I, as I said before, like an upgrade. Uh, it was just a more refined version of the. Uh, it was a more refined version of Unlocked One, just with additional features, a bit more. Obviously, it lacked in um, in being much different. Like it wasn't that versatile, but I mean, I didn't expect it to be versatile at all. So I'm not disappointed. Yeah, and I feel like I can agree with uh, Twitter on it being a bit hectic um, because um, the sort of the original uh, Unlocked had this sort of uh, steady flow between the beats and it actually matched whereas you're going from a uh for example you're going from the first tracks like super chill beat to whatever alchemist is doing on the third on the third track in that matter of time and they don't really fit together in my opinion but again it's a remix album so it's i don't think it was meant to fit together at all what were the best tracks in your opinion I like uh, Alchemist thing. The Joey Badass verse on that is really good. Um, and I also like the first one with uh, Smino. And also uh, Diet is I think uh, probably my favorite track from uh, the original release. And the Benny the Butcher verse goes hard on it. So I also really like that one. Yeah, my highlights were Track 07, Cosmic Foray, So Incredible Package, and Layup. Yeah, Layup is, is good as well. Yeah. This is sort of unrelated, but I've tried to get into Smino a couple times. And I feel like I can only get into his features, and I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, like I haven't been able to get into his uh, original discography which is annoying because he seems really talented. Yeah, same. I need to take a dive into that as well. Yeah, uh, I've tried to listen to Noir, but it was... Uh, so his features I find way more digestible, for example. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Tizzy, what would you rate this album? Or this remix album? Mm, okay, so Unlocked 1... I would probably go for an 8. Unlocked 1.5, probably like a 7 or a 6. But I feel like it's it's really hard to compare them because they're basically the same album. So <laughs> maybe just like a tiny bit worse than Unlocked. But you could even argue it being a tiny bit better because um, of all the features. Honestly, yeah, it's tough to compare them. They're basically the same album. Yeah, I mean, so. in my opinion, I originally gave I uh, originally gave Unlocked a nine, and I would uh, give this pretty much a nine as well. Um, I like the extra features, to be honest, but uh, for some of the um, beats which ups, I prefer um, Kenny's original beats on them, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, um, the next uh, album that 
we're going to talk about is uh, Stuart Person and Gas Go Crazy's Wooden Heart. So uh, I know that Pingu, you listened to it. Can you talk about it a bit? What did you think uh, about it? What would you rate it? Yeah. Kind of stuff. So um, album was very good. Almost every track had one or two producers on it, which the beat, like the fucking beat making was masterful. Uh, definitely different album than a couple of his past projects like Face Eater. But um, it was still very, very good. I'd probably give it a 8 or a 9. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to these tracks a bit in the background, and I really like uh, the beats um, that go under them. Uh, what uh, do you think would be the uh, best tracks out of these? Uh, best tracks, I would say Memo uh, 3 and uh, Cocaine. Those were probably my favorites. All right. And I think we can move on to the next album, which is uh, Scary Hours 2, or uh, the next EP or single, Scary Hours 2 uh, by Drake. This was a surprise. Um, I thought uh, this is a, a lead up, I believe, to Certified Lover Boy. Um, and honestly, with Certified Lover Boy, I was expecting him to go for a more take care kind of vibe, soft Drake. It probably still will be something along those lines, but this single dropped uh, dropped on Friday and it shocked me. I didn't expect him to go visit various styles with the, um, uh, the Lemon Pepper freestyle. Uh, he went back to that nothing was the same type of vibe that I really liked. If you listen to Pound Cake, there are like a lot of similarities between those two songs. And I love the Rick Ross feature. It was a really smooth, laid back and chill um, song. With the uh, What's Next, that was probably the weakest song in on the record. But... It was still really good. I mean, all of three of them, you went through for free. Is What's Next the one with Lil Baby? Nah, that was the first one. Was uh, just, okay. so, oh, that's Wanton Needs, sorry. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was a good hype track. Like, Wanton Needs was kind of like a, a hook, a slow hook, and then mixed in with Lil Baby flowing like crazy. I'm not a fan of Lil Baby, but that feature was... Yeah. <laughs> That was a great I, feature. I can't lie. I, I don't really I don't really like Drake that much, but uh after listening to the Bruno uh release last night or not last night when it came out, uh I was on Twitter and everyone was talking about Drake at the same time, so I was like maybe I should go listen to this. So I listened to Wants and Needs and I was kind of blown away because it sounded really good. I'm, a lot of people were saying that Lil Baby somehow out rapped Drake, which I completely disagree with, but I think it was a really good song, and it. I haven't listened to the other two songs from the release, but it might convince me to actually go listen to them, because that was really good. Uh, yeah, and I, I really liked uh, Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Ross. 
that was a really good song in my opinion but with what you said that uh you thought uh certified lover boy would be uh more softer and then this just dropping and not being that at all um i think uh that uh, this doesn't necessarily necessarily reflect the entirety of uh, Certified Lover Boy because with um, with Scary Hours One in 2018 before Scorpion, you had uh, God's Plan and Diplomatic Immunity, but those two songs didn't really reflect the <laughs> the entire uh, Scorpion album and everything that happens in it. So I think uh, Certified Lover Boy still has. Uh, space to be different and to be meet expectations in my opinion yeah i agree <laughs> i hope he goes back to uh nothing was the same type of thing i really like that album i think that was draco's peak nothing was the same as the one with uh started from the bottom on it right Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That okay. was, that's yeah, the yeah. Uh, before. I think that's the Drake project that I've listened to the most. Yeah, um, I think I've listened to. If you're reading this, it's too late. The most. Mm-hmm. But um, I like either. So yeah, I think uh, we can move on to the next one, uh, unless anyone uh, has anything else to say. Uh, do we, do we know when uh, Certified Lover Boy is dropping? Um, let me check. I think Genius it's might have late. some oh, predictions. He was supposed to drop it in January. Yeah, and then he said he oh. tore his ACL, which I I don't really get. I like I I don't mean to come off as rude, but I feel like a lot of the popular artists these days make their stuff so far in advance of the release date that the injury probably wouldn't have affected the release date, but I guess we'll never really know because he's probably not going to be completely transparent about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of yeah made me think as well. Um, so actually, if you look at uh, Scary Hours, so the first one, it dropped on January 19 of 2018, and then Scorpion dropped on June. So I think... Um, it might be likely that we'll get like a similar amount of uh No Drake fans are gonna be pissed if they have to wait till July yeah. to the album. <laughs> yeah. Uh but um I don't really know. Um I think definitely gonna come soon. It's definitely going to be in like the first half of twenty twenty one. I'm predicting uh, the end of this month <laughs> or the start of April. Uh, yeah, I, I think that could be uh, possible as well. So the next track or sort of release that I have on the list is Leave the Door Open uh, by Bruno Mars. That's and a good song. Um, so Ari, do you want to start off on it? Sure. So Bruno Mars uh, is probably my favorite artist who's who I would say is adjacent to the hip-hop genre uh i i think that he's had three albums that can be considered tens and if not tens nines um and i was really excited because anderson 
Pac is one of my favorite feature artists, and I hadn't really gotten into his discography that much until I saw the announcement that him and Bruno were making an album. But now that I've listened to his full discography, I've noticed that he's basically like if Bruno Mars decided to rap, um, which which is great because they're both really good. Um, so I think that they were perfect for each other on this project. And there was actually two releases. There was the intro to the album, which isn't really that much substance, but it sets the tone really well and the beat is pretty good. And then there's the leave the door open which i have no idea where it's going to be on the album but it sounds really great and at some points i felt like i couldn't even tell if it was bruno singing or anderson singing and i think that was i think that's a good thing because it means that they mesh well together and it sounded amazing the hook was great the chorus was great the verses were really good and I was overall satisfied and I'm really excited for it to come out whenever it does. I don't know if they've added a release date for the full album yet. Uh, yeah, I can definitely agree that they mesh very well together. Uh, like I was first, I was a little bit afraid that like uh, Park and uh, Bruno would be sort of redundant because they're very similar. But they actually complement each other in mm-hmm. the ways really nicely, and um, I I don't I haven't really listened to a lot of uh, Park's disco- uh, discography, but uh, he's a really good feature artist, as you said, and yeah, I'm I'm excited for this as well. And actually, I feel like the intro was sort of overlooked uh, last week because I think it dropped yeah it dropped like last week. It dropped at the same time, but it wasn't announced that it was dropping, so very few people actually found it. Oh, mm. yeah, that was uh, probably my favorite drop out of all of them. I love the song. I'm gonna listen to it again this week a ton of times. It was just great. Their voices um, fit really well in together with each other. It was just everything I could have asked for. It was like a Christmas present. Great. Yeah, it, it it sounds like something out of a like a romantic movie from like mm-hmm. a couple years ago. It's it's really. I, nice. I feel like it's definitely going to be used for some soundtrack and uh, soundtrack in the future. Absolutely. Uh, let me just check. Uh, so the uh, album is called "An Evening with Silk Sonic." Uh, that's going to be the uh, mm-hmm. album that is going to be releasing. And they've been working on this for over three years. But, uh, yeah, not much is known about this. We don't have, like, a release date or anything. But we do know that um, uh, Bootsy Collins is going to be on the album as well, which I'm excited for because... um, He's the one who came up with the name Silk Sonic. Yeah, he's done some i i don't i'm not really familiar with his like discography um but um he's done some like really nice things sonically on some songs i've mm-hmm. listened to he's in the rock and roll hall of fame yeah i'm i'm to be honest i'm not really familiar with like um definitely not like him art like he's very like 80s and 90s 
funk and soul music yeah. so that makes sense but i i think it'll be good based off of the vibe that the releases so far have given off yeah i i think um he's also a perfect compliment to this album mm-hmm. so yeah i'm really uh excited for what this will produce because um to be honest i haven't really been keeping up with like the actual records that uh bruno or park have put out but i really like them as artists so mm-hmm. yeah next up we have uh tell me how by tyler the creator the coca-cola drop essentially uh, this is a single drop by tyler uh, which is actually a sort of musical like um sound effectless drop of the uh song he made for a coca-cola commercial and i feel like this is really weird yeah because <laughs> we have tyler who's made flower boy and igor and now he's doing this cherry bomb-esque thing again yeah which I, I don't know how reflective of that is from like a future release standpoint it's probably not because this is like a one-time commercial thing that he's done but if you watch the commercial it's absolutely crazy and i really hope that uh tyler will be returning to that sort of vibe in the future uh because i personally really liked cherry bomb and that sort mm-hmm. of chaotic uh, vibe that he has yeah i i think this was really overheated i really enjoyed it i just really liked it uh for what it was trying to be you know uh, a commercial it gave me a vision it made me want to get a coca-cola you know it made me feel good it yeah super overheated i it sounded great obviously if you were to call it a song that would be different i don't think it was really supposed to be a song i think it was more like supposed to be um a collection of sounds a mini song maybe i mean it's literally a commercial so i think it did its job really well i'll just talk quickly because i'm not even a huge tyler fan but i ended up listening to it and there was like no verse and if it if it wasn't produced by tyler which i'm sure it actually was i wouldn't even call it a tyler the creator song because of it other than it being a collection of sounds which worked together well for a commercial but as a full s- song release didn't really make that much sense to me it wouldn't be a tyler song because there was no like actual like rapping or anything it was just a bunch of sounds put together which isn't necessarily bad but yeah yeah uh in in my opinion i think it was actually like probably not the best decision to put this out as an actual single because i think a lot of people were confused about what this was and therefore putting a lot of hate on this track where then it's not something from an album it's just a commercial soundtrack i mean it said i'm pretty sure it said it was a commercial yeah it, it, it yeah it said that but I, i'm not sure what people were expecting to be honest i think people wanted like another uh best interest or it's just a random single drop which won't be on the album but they just get you know 
an advert in a an advert in a single which yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, people had their like expectation too high up when they saw that there's a Tether single, and that resulted in the like ridiculous amount of hate that this single got, in my opinion. Anyway, I don't think we have any info about like what Tyler might be up to. It's going to be interesting to see the path he takes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have basically any information, no leaks or nothing like that, or even just information. But Flower Boy came out in 2017, uh, Igor came out in 2019, so I think this summer we could expect something. Yeah, everyone says that he drops every like two years or so. Yeah, every two years, like summer or fall, I think. Yeah, because Wolf was 2013, Cherry Bomb was. 2015, Flower was 17, and then Goblin was. Yeah, Goblin 2011, and then Boster 2009, and Stereotype 2007. So, yeah, Yeah, that's pretty consistent. Two years all the way. (laughs) That's insane, in my opinion. The next thing uh, that we have on the list is the heart and the thumb. I. I will start. Okay. Because. So this is I, this is a, wait, wait wait this is a single drop by uh Chance the rapper or not really dropped but it's on YouTube. This is just like a track for the music video, but this is going to be on the next album, if I'm correct. Uh, and yeah, go on, Ari. Okay, so I'm not really sure why it's only on YouTube, which I think is. A little bit stupid, but um, I listened to it when it came out, which was actually 15 minutes late, so <laughs> very disappointed in Chance lets us down yet again. But um, uh, after the big day, which I think is personally overhated, I don't think it's like a two or a three. I think it's like a six, but that's a discussion for another time. I think that a lot of people were looking for something different from Chance because other than I think his his feature on um, The Lost Boy by Corday and maybe a, a one or two other features and one of his songs off his Christmas album, uh, people hadn't heard anything good from him in a while. So they were just looking for something good, something like Acid Rap, something like Coloring Book, something like Ten Day. Um, Acid Rap is actually my second favorite rap album of all time, but that's also a discussion for another time. Um, and I think from this single, that's what we got. We got a mix of corny-ish bars that were very preachy that you would kind of see on Coloring Book, but also a mix of a really fast flow that was very reminiscent of Acid Rap. And then Chance officially announced that he's dropping an album sometime in October of this year. And after hearing his new sound, his new song that came out on Friday, I'm very excited for what he has to release. If it's something similar to that, because I think that it sounded like a great combination of acid rap and coloring book, and that's something that I'd be very excited to listen to. Yeah, I, I can agree. I think that the uh, the big day was 
I, I, I mean, in my opinion, it was more like a four or five, but it, it, it's still like overheated. Like some people say there's no good tracks on it, which is completely bullshit in my mm-hmm. opinion. But I do agree that it was sort of like dishonest. Uh, or, or I think it was sort of like dishonest. I think that a lot of people will listen to like Fantano or another big Absolutely. music reviewer. Like Fantano gave it a heavy zero. And then they won't listen to the... Like, I know it's hard to listen to the full thing when it's 24 tracks. But still, you need to listen to the full thing for any album, I think, to give, like, a number rating. Like, I've been pretty transparent during this recording about the ones that I've listened to or haven't listened to and given my opinions. But I think that you can't really give an honest rating for an album if you haven't listened to the full thing. Yeah, and uh, but but uh, I've listened to like a large majority of the album, I think, and in my opinion, the lyrics are just like mundane most mm-hmm. of the time, and the production is nothing really special either. So that's why it's uh, in my opinion a four or five. But um, I'm really excited now because this track is really good compared to like what the big day was and also like on point compared to what like uh acid rap was or what uh coloring book was so i am really excited for the album that he's going to be dropping because this sounds absolutely great i think the big day also got a lot of hate because you know he dropped acid rap as well which was a great project so everyone was kind of expecting something mad like that again people just didn't like that chance loves his wife so yeah he was way too positive yeah it didn't reach like the uh god-fearing christian audience that it was meant to mm-hmm. uh, yeah so i think this is an exciting turn of events and i think that chance might be on the come up here again and uh yeah i'm excited personally the next thing which didn't really come out uh this friday but i think it's still worthy to talk about is brockhampton's bankroll leak with asap rocky and asap ferg um it got posted to i think hip-hop heads on reddit it was a privated SoundCloud link that got posted. And I am very excited for this because it has ASAP Rocky and Ferg, which I think are great uh, people to feature on Brockhampton Records. I think their chemistry is amazing. And um, uh, this instrumental, uh, so this beat um, on this track just screams iridescence and uh for me my favorite brockhampton album is iridescence because i really like the sort of um experimental and industrial so to say direction that they take on the album so i am very excited um because this might sort of reflect the direction that they are going for with the next album of theirs so I am excited about this. And also um, Merlin on this track, the, his verses are absolutely amazing. 
and just great. And I'm really uh, happy that we have something new from Brockhampton after the technical difficulty series sort of just collapsed, in my opinion. Yeah, what's your what's your favorite like like I know that there's like sixteen members, but only like six of them actually rap. So which one's your favorite? Um, I know that's a I, tough question. Yeah, I like Melvin a lot. Okay, um, yeah, that's a good I think choice. his voice is very unique, and mm-hmm. his sort of delivery and flow is great. Um. I'd probably go with Don McLennan, but yeah, if 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 you're talking pure talent, then Don McLennan is a good choice. I think he's sort of been overtaking what Amir was doing, yeah, before uh, he got kicked out or he left or whatever happened, mm-hmm. and um, I think um, I like what Kevin does, especially on like. Uh, I think he did it more on like uh, the early Saturation 1 stuff. And mm. I think Amir also did. I really like the uh, pitched up voice stuff that they usually do. I'd be really happy if the next thing that comes out is reminiscent of like Saturation 2 because I think that's probably my favorite album by them. But I think that anything new from them would probably be pretty good. Yeah, I think anything new would be like well released, well, well released, well received from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I wish that um, technical difficulties would be released, but they're also like doing it behind RCA's back, so that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I really like the uh, JPEG Mafia feature, like the uh, chain on hold me that they did on that yeah because of course it's my like my two favorite mm-hmm. artists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that's like that that's like when well i wasn't even a huge fan of corday before hearing his album but corday and chance was one of my favorite collaborations because corday is one of my favorite lyrical rappers and then chance is one of my favorite rappers overall so I I I know the feeling when two of your favorite artists work together. Yeah, and it, it was just so out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Like it it was great. Um so, um I think we are done with the uh releases. Um so if anyone else wants to say say anything, plug anything, then go ahead. Uh, uh, I go first, actually. So we are Hip Hop Heaven. We are a Discord server of uh, non-toxic hip hop discussion, and we host listening parties every night, uh, where we listen to an album together, rate it, talk about it, that kind of stuff. If you are interested, then you can join uh, by going to bit.ly/3ei. And uppercase from here, G T P I. So, Montezzi. You know what? I'm not even going to plug it. I'm not even going to plug my Twitter. Find my Twitter. Just find it. <laughs> I'm not even going to plug it. Just find it. <laughs> it it's, wait, it, wait, wait. It, I, it's, I'm going to find it. It's what is it? 
It's Tizzy, T-I-Z-Z-Y-H-H-T. And mine is Ari, A-R-I-H-H-T. And my account's better than Tizzy's, but somehow he got, like, 200,000 interactions on one tweet, which I'm kind of jealous of. But Yeah, because most... he got, like, retweeted by that. <laughs> The, the most interactions the most uh, interactions I've gotten on a tweet was 8,000, and that was when I said, thank y'all for, and then did a picture of Igor and then two zeros because <laughs> people did not like that I said Igor was a six. Um, but now it's like an eight, but I don't think it should be considered a rap album, but that's not really important to this specific podcast, so yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, all right, Wolf, you want to plug anything? Uh, Wolf Haley Cousin on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He has an underrated account, so I'll give him that. Yeah, Wolf Haley Cousin is underrated. And you can uh, follow the entire Hip Hop Heaven on at Hip Hop Heaven WW on Twitter or alternatively at Hip Hop Heaven Worldwide on instagram uh so thank you everyone for joining me for this uh podcast and thank you everyone for listening to this podcast um and we'll be back whenever there's enough drops to make a podcast again so uh thank you for listening and goodbye or if anyone wanted to say something else you can just say it here and i can cut it in before that Nah, it's all good. All right. Yep. Uh, let me figure out how to kill Craig. <laughs> I think you should keep that at the end. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's that's so bad out of context. <laughs>